1: Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Have
2: play
0: on Haven't discussed it. You know, it's usually something we're told day before at the earliest, maybe day of. So I've learned through my years to just uh, plan on playing, you know, a good amount and do your homework and be ready to go and whether you play you know a few series uh, the whole half into the third quarter you want to be ready to go and have put good a good product on the field whatever the
2: number
1: of snaps are happy birthday to kirk happy birthday to kirk happy birthday to kirky boy Happy birthday to Kirk, 33 years old today, the Viking starting quarterback, Mr. Game Winning Drive, the Dagger Doctor, the fourth quarter pharaoh, the late game luminary, the Colossus of Clutch himself. The deficit demolisher, Kirky McClutcherton. You know, you're three years old today. You pay conti- your
0: respects. You continuing to troll the Kirk stand I'm not is trolling. so it's, upsetting ha- to me. I There's I have, so, you, why such me? lack of sincerity from the rest of this stream beyond me? A guy that sincerely oh, thinks Oh, insincere this
1: guy Judd would know yeah. one, I guess. That yes, this guy,
0: that, that, I think this guy is fantastic, great <laughs> addition, been great since two thousand eighteen. I'm just happy to have him in the Viking family.
1: Well, it is Kirk's birthday, and today is a Purple Positivity Thursday on Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company from the TCL Studios to enjoy more of what you love with TCL. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment, and damn it, we want titles, all right? That's all we want. We just want the Vikings to win a championship before we all die. And so if you ever think we're being hard on the Vikings, it's all from a tough love standpoint. And today is all about Purple Positivity Judd's Camp Observations, and I got a random Viking of the week for you guys when we get around to it. Love it. Uh, but why don't we, let's start out with Judd Zolgag. Give us give us a ray of hope, a ray of light on this Purple Positivity Thursday. Okay, I'm actually going to um, take what what's going to be
0: one of my camp notes, and I'm going to transition it into wow, what a pro. the return of Purple Positivity Thursday. Is this an uh, audible right now? Is this, this well, it's, it's a slight. Hot it, route. You know what? It's more of a check. Hot it's more of a check, of a check okay, with me. Okay. Like, because okay. I'm not, I'm not changing the play fully. It, it was in my script. I'm just saying, check with me. I'm getting to the sure. line of scrimmage. Blue eighty, blue eighty, and now i have just. You got to check with me. Um, Purple positivity Thursday revolves around a guy that wears number eighteen. Little JJ for you, Justin Jefferson. So we all know that this guy proved himself outstanding receiver. Um, a huge threat down the field. Really could establish himself for a long time as a special player in this league. And I've been predicting, I think by the end of 2021, I think he is going to be a top five receiver. That's pretty high praised in the entire league. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't know about him until I attended. I think I've been at every practice but a couple uh, during the course of training camp. I didn't realize that JJ not only has has golden hands to catch the ball, but he's got a hell of an arm to throw the ball, and after practice every day, he goes and and plays catch. I, I would almost call it a form at times of long toss, like a baseball pitcher hmm. does. With like, is, an he,
1: equip- is he is he doing it for himself or like helping one of the backup quarterbacks? No. Or?
0: Well, at first he's helping a backup quarterback, but then he'll like stick around. Like yesterday, he stuck around with someone from the team who wasn't a player. I don't know if it was a. Um, it a was coach me. or an equipment guy. We no, it catch. wasn't. It was
1: Declan. Yeah. It wasn't I you. I can confirm ball. it. I Declan confirm, needed six other people you know, to like do a chain a relay, link to get you know, the ball back. To, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: You make cam dance look fat deck. So I can confirm it wasn't you. <laughs> uh, but he plays essentially long toss and catch and he's got a nice arm. First of all, he can throw a deep ball. Second of all, it's a pretty football. Um, And so I'm thinking to myself, there is absolutely no reason why. The the last guy I recall with the Vikings, that could the receiver that could throw a pass like this, was Sidney Rice, who threw a beautiful football. Um, I think Justin Jefferson has some comparables there as far as throwing. He's obviously a superior player when it comes to catching the ball. But my positivity is this. I think that there's some plays here. You know, not a lot, but who cares if they work? I think there's some plays here, one or two, as surprises, Justin Jefferson gets to throw the wide receiver pass. And you know what? Adam Thielen possibly. KJ Osborne. Mm-hmm. They can Aubrey catch that ball. Osborne. They can who are catch who are, who are the
1: Spurgeon? Who are the greatest non quarterback throwers of the football that you can remember in Vikings at Randy Moss. Moss? Randy Moss? Moss. But he and he was a and I mean
0: athletically, he was such a freak. And and by the way, to be clear, okay. I think Jefferson has the I think Jefferson has the attributes, like he's a freak too. Like he's not just uh, He's really good at this one thing. My guess is Justin Jefferson can probably, if you put him back to return kicks, which you wouldn't do, but you could, I think he could do do that and if you guys remember it was a Sunday night game in Kansas City years and years ago or probably early 2000s when the Vikings did exactly that with Moss and he had did he return it for a touchdown the point being is I see I see the athletic freakishness of Moss somewhat in Jefferson too and if you're going to open up the offense a bit right razzle dazzle little surprise from positivity look for a Justin Jefferson
1: throw this season and I, I like it work. I like it. All right, Declan, what's what's your purple positivity item? Today?
0: Yeah,
2: you know what? I, I'm going to go off the cusp a little bit here, and I'm going to say we finally think have a punt returner that will return the punt and not just catch it and not move or muff the punt, and that's D.D. Westbrook. I think we actually have something here in a punt return specialist in D.D. Westbrook. What do the Vikings have, all of like 48 yards in 17 games or something in punt return yards last season? It was It was bad. It looks like D.D. Westbrook is actually working on this, and I know he's been getting slowly up to speed as he recovers from his injuries, so it's been a slow burn. But this might be the perfect little fit for him to find his way, uh, not just uh, on the Vikings' offense, obviously, because he's on special teams, but how he can impact the Vikings. And I'm going to go with some purple positivity that we actually might have a legit threat at punt returner, and Marcus Sheryls was a solid, actually a very good punt returner for the Vikings. But ever since Sheryls has left, um, there's been a void there. So actually, I'm going to go with a punt returner in D.D. Westbrook, and hopefully we'll see a punt return for a touchdown this year.
1: What is the latest on him from your observations, Judd?
0: It, it looked like yesterday he did more from a return uh, phase standpoint. They were in pads yesterday, and I believe he was as well. But as far as wide receiver work, I still have not seen anything substantial. Now, to, to be fair, Justin Jefferson, I think, has basically taken part in about one drill since he got hurt as well. So... I'm not saying that he's not going to start the season in the case of Westbrook, but I still think there's a little ways to go. But Declan's on to something as, as far as he is one thousand percent going to get that chance. And and we all know that there's there's three there's three types of guys that return punts. One, the guys that can do it. Two, Bobby Wade,
1: which is oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I'm just god, oh, my god oh my god,
0: everything. And the, the, the third... ball wasn't snapped yet, and
1: he's just <laughs> fair catching.
0: But the third guy, the third guy is the most dangerous because he's the buddy who thinks he's smart and mm-hmm. is actually dumb so he's like, I can return punts I, I got this one. Oh, what happened to the football? I fumbled it uh, yeah. and that's that is that's what we saw a little bit of last year and you don't want that guy.
1: So how about this? I'm, I'm going to give you guys a statistical deep dive here um, when it comes to punt returning to Declan's D.D. Westbrook take there. here. So last he- year the Vikings allowed opponents, allowed opponents 10 yards per punt return they themselves averaged 4 yards per punt return. <laughs> and now you're you know you're only talking about you know one or two actual punt returns a game. You know there's not right. it's not like you have 10 a game, right? But you know that's that could be the that could be like 10 extra 5 or 10 extra yards or or if it's if it's a day where someone breaks a 30 yarder, the Vikings never had that. Like the Vikings the Vikings long punt return last year was 13 yards. Chad Beebe had a 13 yard punt return. That was the longest the longest punt return they had was 13 yards. D.D. Westbrook, in 2018 with Jacksonville, averaged 14 yards per return. Yeah. So the Vikings' longest one was 13 last year. D.D. Westbrook averaged 14. Coming off an injury for his career, by the way, he's averaging 10. So his career average is more than double what the Vikings averaged last year. So, I mean, I'm with Dex on this. If he can just be healthy, ramp this thing up the next three weeks, Um He should provide a huge boost. And -hmm. if you can run one or two back,
0: even better. you're getting
1: greedy now. Even better. (laughs) Run five back. (laughs) Not five, not six. Average
0: 15 yards per (laughs) return.
1: Uh, All right, boys. My purple positivity might surprise you. Everyone thinks I'm being hard on Kirk because I took a little shot at his leadership. Just a little fun little shot yesterday on Twitter. It turned into a huge brawl. But my purple positivity... Actually, I mean, I just heard uh, people get so sensitive, man. Like, yeah, but you know what's coming too. So I know it's coming, but people just freak out. Why are you? here just so obsessed with. I had a guy yesterday. Some guy. Some guy accused me of being obsessed with Kirk Cousins. All right, and uh, his <laughs> his handle is Kirk's 2021 MVP tour. Uh, you like that MVP? <laughs> I mean, we're just having some fun, okay? We're having fun. But my purple positivity is about Kirk Cousins. I got two words for you, boys. Play action, okay? You haven't seen much of it yet because not not those two words. Okay. For late 90s wrestling fans. Um, the Vikings might not even put Kirk Cousins out there in a preseason game, so we're not going to see it. But the Vikings offense is great at play action, and Kirk Cousins is great at play action. In fact, last year, on play action passes, the five best passer ratings were Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts actually was really good on play action, Tom Brady, and Kirk Cousins, just ahead of Baker Mayfield. Kirk had a 122.3 passer rating on those play action passes last year. Um, Had a bunch of touchdowns, so if they can... If they can continue to pound play action and play to Kirk's strengths, I think you're going to see some special things from this offense. The fake handoff Pharaoh. The doctor of deception. The purveyor of play action himself, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm sure the Kirk stands now are like, oh, we forgive Phil Mackey. Yeah. Listen, it is possible to have some nuance here, okay? Like, I can criticize his leadership and his lack of no like late sports. game ability, There's no and I can praise the fact that he's really good in play action. There's the, no, yes, he, he's very good in play Here's part of the problem, actually, if you want to, like, not to go away from purple positivity. When he struggles later in games, when the Vikings are yeah. trailing late in yeah. games, we've gone over those stats, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're like the opposing team knows you're not running, and so like now it's just they're teeing off on you. You're not very mobile, and your offensive line is getting bowled over. So like, those are the areas where they got to step up their game. But play action, Mm -hmm. that's going to be potentially a gem again for the Vikings this year. So yeah, those are the purple positivity. I like the fact you, found you guys think I'm just being like sarcastic with Kirk. I can praise Kirk and crit- I, it, know, it is possible to do both.
0: No, okay? I'm just backing up. So when so when the Kirk stands come to attack you, I'm <laughs> not I don't get hit by the shrapnel. So is Declan.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of protection, OK, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been providing risk management tools and protection for business owners since the beginning of time, like the beginning of the 1900s, 1904. And if you stop by their website, federatedinsurance.com, you'll find a full list of industries they protect and you'll find out more information about the resources they can provide to your business. So again, federatedinsurance.com. And remember at federated, it's our business to protect yours. Uh, once that preseason game is over, what are you going to, uh, what are you going to find in your refrigerator there, Judd Zolgad? Oh, what are you, well, you going to
0: crack open? Let's see here. What um, what am I going to crack open? Let me look to mm. my right here. Oh, look what I – oh, I just, it's, it's Miracle of Miracles. Oh, wow, A Surly wow. Furious IPA just happened to be sitting right to my right. My God, fact, you that's, know
1: what? that's Surly Furious's music. What the hell is he doing here?
0: In fact, you know what? Happy <laughs> birthday, Kirk. I'd like to hand this to you right now so you take it through the screen and enjoy one or two. I don't really care furious IPAs because you're right post game that's what I will be enjoying on Saturday and let's cut to the chase I'll also be enjoying it on Friday and I enjoyed a few last night Saturday. as well okay Sunday. I want to see not, I want to see Kurt crack BS a beer
1: here. like David Backtiari and just pour it down his gullet I just want to see that
0: They try Yeah that's and QBs separate. have tried that right
1: Yeah Brady can do it Brady can do it
0: All right so Shirley Furious Minnesota's favorite IPA first of all you know because you do when it comes to the Vikings in fact this is perfect you do enough settling in life. Crack open a Surly Furious and enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle, get surly, and expect
1: titles. Love it, love it. I was at the um, taproom okay. yesterday.
2: Had a nice rosé. It Was a nice hot day. They have a great <laughs> rosé beer there.
1: It's a great one. Love nice. it. So Judd uh, has been observing and documenting, and uh, even Sweating. probing in some cases at Vikings practice. Nothing.
0: The probing going on. You're
1: asking a lot of probing questions. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I mean, Kirk let's Cousins. be
0: clear when we use the word probing.
1: Let's go through some Judd Zolgad camp observations okay. here from the last couple of days. What do you got for us? All
0: right, I'd actually like to start off with something that uh, Mark Craig and Star Tribune wrote about today and asked Kirk extensively about uh, in his press conference yesterday because it's an important thing, and I found his answer to be, if not enlightening, certainly intriguing. Um, off schedule plays. Because we've always talked about that, right? Like like the Mahomeses of the world off schedule, they're like, bring it on. This is awesome. I'm going to improvise or I'm going to run. Um, I, I think that we hope eventually Kellen Mond can embrace off-schedule uh, plays. Mm-hmm. Kirk, uh, Kirk, I would not say, has always embraced them. He has made some, so I'm not trying to say he's awful at it. But I think it's sort of been hit and miss with Kirk. And Kirk said, uh, even at the football advanced age of, what, <laughs> 32 today? Is that 30, correct?
1: 33, is that right? I think he's 33. 33, okay. I'll verify real quick.
0: Okay. At the advanced age of 33, he is still working on that and learning and trying to... 33. Okay. Trying to understand when he should and shouldn't basically take off or, or, or accept the fact that off-schedule is going to happen, so he needs to embrace it. And I find it really intriguing because, I mean, that is the one thing lots of times, right? When plays break down, where Kirk is like, oh my God, it's not perfect, now what? The pocket's gone, now yeah. what? And and it's a combination, to be clear, in my opinion. It's a combination of things. One is, he doesn't have the God-given ability that a guy like Brady has to feel pressure. Because, I mean, they're both not fast guys. Uh, but there are, but the best... Kirk's more mobile than Brady. Absolutely is. But my point is, there are... There are guys that play this position that can feel pressure from the blind side as well. And they're just great at shuffling. So it's not like I'm going to go scramble. It's like, no, here's the pocket right now. Here's where the pocket's going to be in two seconds. So I'm there. Uh, Kirk doesn't have that ability. And to what you just said, Phil, and it's true, Kirk Cousins, if he takes off, can actually get yardage. The question is, does he know when to take off? And the answer at times is absolutely not. So – if Kirk Cousins can truly continue to learn and process through, okay, the situation stinks right now. My new right guard screwed up. Or or Rashad Hill just got beat, and I can feel the heat coming from my backside. Yeah. Um, if he can somehow embrace that and improve, I'm not saying become perfect, but improve. Think about the potential extra yardage, the potential first downs, and the potential for plays that exist if he doesn't get hit and potentially fumble the football.
1: So you have actually just you like that? pulled you like your it? car up to the most important Vikings intersection, and the one that people are honking and yelling at each other the most. And the statistics will prove this. So last season, according to Pro Football Focus, Kirk Cousins, when kept clean in the pocket, had the second-highest passer rating in the NFL behind only Aaron Rodgers. And if you want to go off PFF grade... um, so they, they graded a little bit differently, but when he was kept clean, Kirk had the 10th best PFF grade when kept clean in the pocket. So, again, when he's got time and the offensive line holds, and people over exaggerate a little bit. I mean, the Vikings have a bad offensive line, but people make it sound like every single play. I mean, he's still, even with a bad offensive line, it's still clean like at least half the time. So, let's, let's not go too far overboard in over exaggerating. But when it's clean, mm-hmm. he's really, really good when it's not clean when he's under pressure all right last season his passer rating was 72 which is 16th in the NFL uh it's right in the mix there with like Derek Carr Nick Foles and his PFF grade when under pressure was even worse than that um actually it was about the same it was exactly the same so he goes from being literally like when kept clean he's just a dart throwing accuracy machine. He's finding guys like he's, he's super comfortable. He's great. Um, when he's under pressure, things go haywire. And that's where the blame game starts. Well, you can't blame Kirk for that. Fix the offensive line. All well, right. Yes, that would be amazing, but you're not always going to have per- perfect, circumstances. The guys who are the best under pressure, according to pro football focus, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, those guys can all run and escape, and they're creative. They can go off schedule, right? When the offensive line melts down, those guys can still turn something into a 40-yard pass down the field. So you could blame the offensive line, which is probably the first thing you would look at. Why don't you, you know, keep him clean more often, and you'll get the better performance. But it's not always realistic to have a perfect offensive line. And in today's NFL, with so many more mobile quarterbacks, you're just at such a disadvantage if you can't scoot your way out of the pocket Right. like Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. The best thing the Vikings can do, they can't just ask Kirk be more like Lamar Jackson. That's not physically possible. Um but that's why it's been so puzzling. Why like they know this. When he's clean, he's amazing. So why are you going to roll the dice with rookies and backups along your offensive line? Like why do you keep pumping money into your defense and that's like but this intersection is where everyone honks at each other and fights and argues. Yeah, Like, when when the pocket's not clean, whose fault is it? What do they need to do? Um, and a yelling match ensues among Vikings, though. Spielman just got T-boned by Zim. <laughs> That's the problem.
0: <laughs> hey, you stupid! You ran the light! No, it yeah. was yellow! And you Garrett Bradbury
1: tried to prevent a car from coming into the yep. intersection, but he got trucked over. And so now, he's, and now he's laying
0: down on the side. Um, so, I love this, and and I think we need to present it this way because I think we think, and I do at times, okay, uh, the best QBs, when a play breaks down and, and they have to improvise, get huge yards, right, like a 40-yard pass. But let's just go with – but let's just take this down to what's positive and what's not. Um, and so – like, you can't ask Kirk, well, if you scramble, you know, you just make big plays then, right? Because sometimes he certainly can, but, he, but it's not going to be uh, consistent. But the most negative thing about Kirk's lack of awareness in the pocket, and I think that's a very fair term. I don't think that that is being unfair to Kirk. Uh, the most negative thing is taking a sack, or worse than that, his tendency to fumble at times. So let's just take mm-hmm. plays that break down, and let's, almost accept the fact that because he doesn't have that gps in his brain that he's not going to shuffle like you would like him to ideally he could because i mean we're talking about we're talking about moving probably just a foot like we're, yeah. we're not Bra- we're brady's
1: not, amazing at it brady I mean, will just not, like move one step so you're up not and taking over. off,
0: right so so what's the most realistic option for kirk and i think it is to get to a point where where you say kirk if it's not going to be a clean pocket and it's breaking down and you have to have just sort of a sense of, okay, this is going wrong, that he does have the ability to take off. And let's say he gains two yards. Yeah. Well, but that beats beats being sacked for an eight-yard loss. And it sure as hell beats being sacked for an eight-yard loss, fumbling, and now it's a quick change for the opposing team. So I think that's where the teaching should come in, which is not, okay Kirk, you need to shuffle and then and then throw it down the field to Jefferson and we're going to get 50 yards. Okay, no. Let's just say you gain 3 yards instead of a catastrophic play. I guess that's my question is, can you get Kirk to that
1: point? Yeah. Now the to me like yeah, there's definitely things that he can he can be better about sensing pressure and he can stop like he he had a stretch where he fumbled more than a lot of quarterbacks for years, right? But when you run Dakota Dozier and Drew Samia out there, it's a weak link unit, and they're just not. When you run out the worst offensive lineman in the NFL, you, give, you, you just give yourself no chance with a non-mobile quarterback, especially late in games where teams are teeing off and they know you're not going to hand off to Delvin Cook. So I think the, the, the biggest hope for the Vikings passing game this year is that Ole Udo is an average right guard. Doesn't need to be special. Just don't be Dakota Dozier. If you can get, and and if Garrett Bradbury can be closer to average and pass protection, right? Average, average, average across the board along your offensive line is going to make a huge difference. And it'll give you more clean pockets. It'll give you more play action opportunities. It'll probably give Mike Zimmer a little bit more confidence to green light throwing the ball more often, which can increase the upside of the Vikings' offense. So Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. It's amazing how so much of this season's success is going to hinge on. Oli Udo, and I would even say Christian Darisal once he's healthy enough to come back. And Rashad, or Rashad Hill, at Hill. Hill, but First, like, Phil. but like with a with a non-mobile quarterback, interior pressure is complete checkmate. Like, yep. there's nothing you can do. Yep, there's nothing. Well, Think about how many times it's like, oh my god, Bradbury is just there. He's in your face. There's nothing you can do. The play is blown up. And it's potentially worst case because it's two things: it's
0: interior pressure. And by the way, we are assuming Bradbury and Cleveland are going to be okay, and we don't know that for a fact. I trust the, Cleveland more than Bradbury right now, actually. And the Bradbury assumption, though, but I'm just saying, like, like Garrett Bradbury has yet to prove he can adequately pass protect, mm-hmm. um, and you're not putting a big-time guard by him to help him. So that's a huge concern. And then blindside pressure for, for as long as Rashad Hill has to start. And Darisaw, you know when darrisaw steps in finally i mean he has no practice time right now so That's this is going to be a work in progress here yeah. um there very well could be a conversation by about week 4 probably that the riley reef decision to try to get him to take i think a second pay cut was a huge blunder because you know what the riley reef of 2019 good riddance it's fine well who would you who would you cuz you go go ahead oh but i was going to say but the riley reef of 2020 as your PFF stats prove our PFF stats was
1: above average um, and pretty damn good. But who, so who would you And maybe this is a conversation for another day, but like you'd have to, cause he would still have to make like $10 million. Mm -hmm. So you'd have, you would have had to say goodbye to, Xavier Woods or Patrick Peterson or Dalvin Tomlinson. Like I'm somebody right now, on the defensive side has to go.
0: I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, if I was Spielman, I would have told Mike Zimmer, Michael Pierce is going to be really good. He is a force. He is coming back. We're not signing Tomlinson too. We'll get Sheldon. Yeah, but, we'll but, but Sheldon I mean right. You. But I mean so so Sheldon and Peterson and that group. See, I think we get confused. We talk about these guys like they were all acquired as free agents in the same bin, but they weren't. The Tomlinson signing came from the A bin. Like you went to the the nicest store, the nicest restaurant, okay? And you're like, I'm getting a Tomlinson,
1: and your wife's like, That costs
0: a lot. Can we afford the Tomlinson? And
1: and, and actually, what's funny is you you actually went down that menu first, and you were like, Oh, we should get the Lawson, and she's like, That's too expensive. Yes. Oh, what about the the Hendrickson. There's there there another one. Yeah. What Troy yeah, Hendrickson. No, that's too that's too expensive too. Oh, what about the what about the tuny Right. The tuny The, the, the ahie Toonie. <laughs> it
0: looks really <pretty> good. <laughs> the Aji toony real good. Uh, and then and then you know three weeks after that you you went to get lunch at the drive through and said give me a Peterson. Um I'll take a Peterson, I'll take uh I'll I'll take, you know a Xavier Woods a, a Richardson, I'll take a Xavier Woods. Yeah. And your wife's like, Oh, that's great, you brought brought home lunch, and she never asks you how much it costs because you didn't spend that much on it.
1: Or what it. or what the other guys are bringing their wives for lunch. Yeah, but, I I mean, she's like,
2: yeah but no, she's like, Is that like, D.D. Westbrook still much. on the value menu? Can I uh, can I get a side of that? Yeah, as I'll <laughs> well? take a,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'll take uh I'll take a large Westbrook. Um I'll take a side <laughs> of Woods <laughs> and I'll take a uh I'm sorry, sir. The Peterson's a day old. Do you want to take a chance on that one? Ah, oh, yeah. What the <laughs> hell? Oh, I'll take that there.
1: too. I ate some. Uh, I ate some grocery store sushi last night, and uh, nice. So far, so good. Okay. So far, so good. Got sometimes, good like toward the end of the day, though, like it's been sitting there for a few hours, and my be, like, uh, careful. My line there on sushi
0: is the convenience store stuff, like I, like like the like, gas station, the gas yeah. station. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I won't do that. But like, yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But anyway, so, so Riley Reef could have been retained um, and they chose not to. And I'm just saying that with Darasaw not being back and Hill, Hill should be on this roster and he is a valuable swing tackle backup, but that's his role. So, and it's just a chance, but, but, There is a very good conversation to have when it comes to Cousins about the expectation of off-schedule plays because they're going to happen a
1: lot. Yep. Uh, Vikings fans, the Minnesota Lottery is offering some really fun stuff this season. So they have a $5 game, Vikings scratch-off game, where you can win up to $100,000. Also comes in a cool holographic design. And then there's a $2 skull game that can win you up to $15,000, also with great second-chance prizes like Vikings tickets, and merchandise. So get pumped. It's game time with the new Vikings scratch games. You must be 18 or older to play, but if you're game for a little excitement, just say I'm in to Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota lottery. Um, we're going to get to the random Viking of the week in a second here, but also this weekend. Actually, it's already started, but there's events going on all week at Brainerd international Raceway. four days of heart pounding lightning fast up to 330 mile per hour drag racing, just ridiculous fun. NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals at Brainerd International Raceway. You can find out more about ticket and camping packages at BIRMN.com. Uh, kids 12 and under get in free. You can get autographs and whatnot. Just, uh, just just stand off to the side. Just get out of the way. You don't want one of those 330 <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No. Just
0: enjoy enjoy the speed. Don't so involve distance, yourself yeah. in said speed. Hey,
1: kids, how's the water?
2: It's full. Of- weeds. I
0: can't
1: move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. Are you kidding me?
2: This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required.
0: Hey, hey last <laughs> thing too. Um... And we are doing this edition of Purple Daily at approximately 11.30 on Thursday. Griffin worked out for the Vikings on Wednesday. We still don't know if he's going to sign, though. So if people are like, why aren't you talking about Everson Griffin coming back? And we don't know. We don't know. We did
1: yesterday, but we don't know if he's... Right, right. And he definitely was
0: there, um, but this could be a process, too. So I'm just saying that... I. I wouldn't look for him to be playing, for instance,
1: against the Colts on Saturday. Yep. All right, boys. It's time where I pit you guys against each other here. In the random Viking of the week I love this contest, graphic. it's so good. That's my own personal graphic design <laughs> capabilities, right there. Oh we do have gosh. a full graphics department, but you know they're bombarded with a million things, and so sometimes Declan and I make our own great graphics. Yeah, I'm not, do not do that. passing right. judgment. I'm just yeah, back to it like They it. love when we do that.
0: It looks like an old school football, com- um, like Atari game from the seventies. <laughs> I,
1: I think that our graphics department, which is like they do all kinds, they they run like companies, social media yeah, and stuff across. And uh, I think they get mad when we just do our own like stick figure stuff because it like, drags their name through the mud. Give me the stick figure. Yeah, we didn't that. create that. We know. All right. Yeah. So we've had Tavares Jackson. Mm-hmm. We've had Kelly Campbell. We've mm-hmm. had Leroy Horde. I'm going to throw out different clues. You guys each get three incorrect guesses before you are eliminated. All right. And you can just guess whenever you want. I'm going to yeah. keep throwing out clues. You can ask yes or no questions, and I can then decide whether I want to answer or not. And you can play along at home If you're watching on YouTube, Purple Daily YouTube Click the subscribe button Or you can, if you're listening along If you're listening in the car, just be careful This former Viking uh-huh. Random Viking of the week Was a 5th round draft pick He played for 5 teams in his career When it was all said and done But he played the most games with the Vikings This random Viking of the week, his first and last name combined are only four syllables.
2: Is he at a linebacker? I'm not going to answer that. I'll take a a guess. Aaron Henderson.
1: I believe that's the second time Declan has guessed Aaron Henderson in this game.
2: Okay. All right.
1: I'm gonna. You should keep guessing him every week. Yeah, I will though. that He would be ripe for a random Viking of the week. Okay. All right. This random Viking of the week never scored a touchdown. Okay, so we're almost certainly talking an offensive player now. We know that. Well, I mean, he would, no, because, because if I said linebacker, he would have just said no. I will say not, it's it's a little surprising to me that he never scored a touchdown. I'm just going to throw that up. But he, a little surprising. But didn't Phil say I'm not going to answer that? Yeah. So it could be still. A, it,
0: we don't okay. have any idea. I mean, so yeah, you, I guess
2: you you have your own logic. I have my yeah. logic here.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sports dad here to parse things apart. Declan, this yeah. random Viking of the week. Yeah. Is six feet two hundred forty six pounds. That's what he was listed at. Never scored a touchdown,
0: though.
1: No. This I, random Viking. Um, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No. Uh, no, no.
0: I, I was about to guess, but it's it, it wouldn't be, be right He's too. Too afraid. It, Keep you, going. Because you said he didn't score a touchdown. Okay. No, I was about to guess a guy that scored a touchdown, so it made no sense.
1: This random Viking of the Week, the work that he does on the football field oftentimes goes unnoticed, but it's very important work. Fifth round pick.
0: Okay, it's an offensive play player it is uh somebody that blocks and it's a skill it's a slight skill at least a slight skill position guy uh because if he if he works hard it means he blocks um
1: i will say this random viking of the week was an offensive player yeah yeah it's um damn it might be a fullback okay keep going declan do you have any questions or thoughts no This random Viking of the week played for both Leslie Frazier and Mike Zimmer. Mmm. pick. player. This random Viking of the week was actually not born in the United States. The place where this random Viking of the week went to college, the name of the college, is also the last name of a former regular Mackie and Judd radio contributor.
2: Wait, say that, say that question again.
1: I said, this random Viking of the week where he played college football, Uh huh. the name of his school was also the last name of a former Mackie and Judd radio contributor. This random Viking of the week wore number 42 with the Vikings. Uh, Jerome Felton. God, there it is. Judd's, and I, my next clue was going to be and was a friend of the show, which he was. Uh, Jerome Felton. Congratulations, Judge Zolgad. <laughs> Unheralded. Three years. He was one of the lead blockers. Sometimes Sorry. Peterson didn't like I formation, but uh, in 2012 liked, when Peterson ran for 2000 Felton. yards, I think Tahi pissed off Peterson more than I, I think he didn't like Tahi more than he actually didn't like fullbacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, the college that Jerome Felton played at was Furman Furman College. Oh, Our buddy Todd Furman, who's blown you. up as I a gambling say, Todd sports. Furman is now a legit a big star. Time, yeah. Good for him. Good, we launched times. Todd Furman into the stratosphere. baby. So what is the uh, score now between me and Dex? So I believe Judd is up three to one on Dex Declan won the first here. bars yeah. for sure, because you've gotten Kelly Campbell, Leroy Hard, and Jerome Felton now. So Dex, 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 Dex will get one for sure. When I give he you Aaron very... Henderson, you'll definitely get. No, that what will is I, will, get it. I will disguise Aaron Henderson so aggressively yeah. that Judd will get it.
0: <laughs> this player uh, was once confused for his brother by Sid Hartman in the Vikings locker room.
1: <laughs> okay, Sid didn't Sid. Who was the, uh, so the Vikings had Phil lodeholt, And then who was the other Oklahoma lineman that they had for a minute? I don't I think remember. It, and I think it was a white player. And Sid Hartman literally went up to, he went up to one or the other and like confuse one for the other. It's like, how do you confuse Phil lodeholt for anybody? He was old. He, but yeah, he, <laughs> he once was talking to Aaron and he thought he was talking
0: to EJ. And I think Aaron played along and just gave answers. Classic.
1: <laughs> Good for him. I love Good it. Sport. Um, amazing uh shout out to pxg minneapolis too so i know there's a lot of a lot of golfers out there who are also vikings fans and if you haven't been to pxg minneapolis and southdale center you got to check it out It's a golfers paradise it's amazing they got some of the best clubs on the market uh the gen 4 clubs if you want something a little bit more priced within your reach the 0 to 11 golf clubs but this place is a mecca they got amazing apparel clubs so check them out here you still got by my calculation, you have at least three months left of golf season in the Twin Cities. People bail on golf in like October. October and November is when I ramp up the golf.
2: I think in you that know, cold weather, city courses have to close by a certain date. I think that's required. I think like they have to be, like cease operations by a date. But yeah, I think yes, other man. places can.
1: Early December golf, yeah. nothing like it, man. Just Absolutely, wipe off the snow from the tee box. Early December, get out there. So uh, that's a wrap on today's episode, a special Kirk Cousins birthday edition of Purple Daily here, boys. Um, the Doctor of Daggers. I
0: told you. Mr. Go enjoy a Shirley Kirk. Drive. Just, you know, put that diet on hold because he's really thin now, too. I'm not sure. I feel like he's lost weight since he got here. Needs to drink more beer,
1: man. Needs to drink more Shirley Furious. Surly- Furious points, for Kirk man. Cousins. You gave us a chance at the end, but I got three words for you. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.